You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. You don't need to be tech savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up pretty easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com to start your free trial. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Happy Easter weekend as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. This is the weekend of Friday, April 2nd, 2021. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And why are you mimicking me? Because... You allegedly don't have post-COVID vocal cord swelling and inflammation. I do going on over two months now. I'm sick of it. Sympathy voice. Yeah. Okay, great. But just think the more of our listeners, and I love our listeners, the more of them that call in and participate, the 800 number you're about to give, or the brand new way, mashing that little Ask Dave red mic button on the right-hand side at intotomorrow.com, the less I have to talk. Because we get more calls, more participation. That's awesome. So please do. What's that number? 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. All righty. And we're going to get back to more of your calls after some tech news and commentary. A new study seeks to find out more about the impact of headphone listening on hearing health, along with other behaviors that could damage hearing. Early results show that many exceed recommended sound levels. So stay tuned for more from our health tech correspondent, Alfred Poor, who's always on top of health tech issues for us. Only five months after announcing its T-Vision streaming service, T-Mobile has shared news that T-Vision's three bundles of live channels will all shut down at the end of April. (laughs) Well, that worked well, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, The development comes as part of T-Mobile's new partnership with Google and YouTube, which it's making out to be a huge deal. The carrier says YouTube TV will now fill the role of its live TV solution. Um, It's also positioning Philo TV as the replacement for its base offering. The live, live plus, and live zone services that were available with T-Vision will go dark on April 29th. Well, isn't that interesting? I can just see it now, that little um, thing like at the end of HBO stuff where their logo goes (laughs) and it goes to (laughs) a circle dark. That's kind of what's going to happen there. Yeah, which you know seems to happen for me with T-Mobile service anyway. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Just a few years removed from paying billions in fines, you might recall this, over its clean diesel claims, including deceptive advertising, Volkswagen caught the attention of the automotive world once again last week. You may already know where I'm about I to go with this. <laughs> the car brand dropped what was purported to be an accidental press release in which it said it's rebranding the U.S. unit from Volkswagen to Volkswagen, as in electric volts, right? The announcement raised some eyebrows as Adweek asked, would this be the IHOB of the auto world? Remember IHOP? Uh-huh. IHOB is all about burgers, and then that was a joke. Um, well, naturally, given the timing, there was also some suspicion that it was an April Fool's joke. And as it turns out, that's exactly 
what it was. The faux name change to Volkswagen, which received widespread coverage and many believed to be real, did reflect the company's actual sustainability goals. But given those goals, do you think that making a joke about this was the right move? It certainly got them attention, got us talking about it. Many news media outlets were talking about Volkswagen's name change to Volkswagen to promote their electric vehicles. I kind of thought it was clever. Now, the fact that it was a day or two before April Fool's Day made me think maybe it wasn't April Fool's. Maybe they're kind of doing that as a marketing thing. Well, it was a joke anyway. But got our attention. Yeah. you know, Apparently, they, they didn't have the... They didn't go along the lines of Google this year, which apparently for the second year in a row canceled April Fool's because Google's been known every year for their big April Fool's shenanigans. And mm-hmm. they didn't do anything last year, I guess, because of everything going on in the world. And uh, this year, an internal memo was released a couple of days before April Fool's that uh, Google will not be participating in April Fool's Day oh, again this year. On. Have some fun. I mean, don't yeah. hurt anyone. You know, I'm telling this to everybody. Of course, I hope you had a fun April Fool's Day since it was this last week, but that no one got hurt. Might have been an interesting thing or a simple little prank to make people laugh or smile or get angry with you for a moment. But you got to, I mean, my gosh, without a sense of humor, we're all in trouble. I would think. Well, a sense of humor is something that uh, I think is a thing of the past these days. Unfortunately. (laughs) The upcoming version of Apple's operating system, iOS 14.5, will add two new voice options for Siri. And for the first time, will let users choose which voice they prefer for the digital assistant instead of just defaulting to a female voice. Now, these changes appeared in the latest developer beta version of the OS released this past Wednesday. The new voice options, they say, use recordings that are run through Apple's neural text-to-speech engine, which they say makes them sound more organic. Um, Organic? Yeah. They'll be available for English-speaking users around the world. Well, then. We'll see how that's going to go. Apple released an iOS update that addresses a security flaw. The update, iOS 14.4.2, fixes a vulnerability in the WebKit browser engine that gives hackers multiple ways of attacking the device, including redirecting the user to a phishing site. So as we always remind you, be sure to always keep your phones and your computers up to date did you make sure you got the 14.4.2 update? I did. I have my phone set to automatic update. And, you know, there must be something going on because there seems to have been more updates to iOS 14 than there have with any other previous version. Yeah. So, well, thank, thank you, you, Apple. Yeah. Joey in St. Cloud, Minnesota, listens on KNSI and is calling via the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. We love it. Hey, Joey. Hey, Chris and Dave. Is there an app that you guys would recommend that would tell me if I'm really on 5G and signal strength and stuff like that. Thanks. Wow. Poor Joey sounds like he's got my vocal cord issue. There are some apps and hidden phone menus, but you'll need to read up on 5G frequencies in your area to be sure that you're actually connected to 5G. Just because your phone says it doesn't mean it's fact. If you're on Android, you can use an app like Network Signal Analyzer. It's an app that will show you detailed information about your connection, including type of connection, towers, and frequencies. There's a paid version if you want to add widgets to your screen, but you might as well go free and open the app 
when you need it if all you want to know is what type of connection you're on. And you can also try Network Info 2. It will also show you the connection type and frequencies used. You can use that to know for sure whether your phone's little 5G icon is lying to you. Because, <laughs> unfortunately, they are known to do that. Yeah. Now, if you're on iOS, you can go straight into the phone's secret field test menu. Ooh, there's uh, a secret field test? Yes. Just oh. to open the phone as if you're going to make a phone call and dial star 3001 pound 12345 pound star. And don't worry, if you stop by IndrewTomorrow.com and look for this weekend's show for April 2nd, we'll have it all spelled out there for you. Yeah, just look for Hour 2, and you'll see that information in our show notes. Yeah, now that menu is meant for technical users, so you'll probably need to have some idea of what you're doing to use it to its full effect. But you can check it to see what type of connection the phone is using and get some more information about the tower and neighboring towers. Yeah, I have an app, and I believe that it's the network signal analyzer that we talked about a minute ago that points to the tower that my phone is using at the moment. And, of course, it claims to be 5G almost all the time, and who knows. But do check it out. If others have some suggestions, let us know. We'll pass them on to Joey and the rest of our audience. Just do what he did. Hit that red Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-539-9460. That's 1-800-539-9460. 1-800-539-9460. United we stand. 1-800-539-9460. In our 26th year, bringing you Into Tomorrow. Welcome back. I'm Dave Graveline. Thanks for joining us. We, of course, cover the latest in consumer tech, all sorts of products and services, gadgets and gizmos, whatever the case. And we're delighted to have you participate on the program, in addition to hearing the show. And, of course, these days, all of our radio interviews are also on video so that you can not only see the guest, but you can see their products that they're talking about as well. So don't miss all of our videos at intotomorrow.com. And, of course, since I was hospitalized for a month with the Rona, I no longer take any breath for granted. Our next guest has a system that helps people improve their breathing pattern that's often disturbed by stress, hyperventilation, and of course now, as I can relate, COVID-19. The founder of a company called Breath in Balance with a Z is Sonia Nahaus. Sonia, welcome into tomorrow. How are you? Thank you, Dave. I'm very well. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you, and you're joining us from the Netherlands. So we got to love technology because we can he- hear and see you very well. Tell me first a little bit about Breath in Balance as a company. Breath in Balance developed, we developed the Breath Balance. That's a 
coaching and monitoring system for people to improve their breathing pattern. Uh, because we take our breath for granted. Yeah, well, some of us do or some of us don't take it for granted any longer. Uh, having having not had any breath a couple of times there, it was very scary. And now I'm still suffering post-COVID sin, uh, symptoms and, and swollen vocal cords. I mean, it's just so bizarre, all of it. Um, and just not quite back yet, if you will, even months later. Uh, but you have you bring up a good point, though. Most of us do take our breath for granted. So how does the breath and uh, the breath balance with a Z um, help us to improve our breathing? We have a unique built-up program, 80 days, connected with a scientifically symptoms list that helps you with content, visuals, and voice to guide you during the exercises. So it supports you because doing exercises is not what people love. Yeah, true. <laughs> it, takes, it takes time. Yeah. But you have to train back again your abdominal because most of the people have a chest breathing. They're using their neck and shoulders. They got dizziness, palpitations, and all kinds of complaints. Mm. 10% of our healthy people have disturbed breathing pattern. And millions and millions of people now who are infected by COVID-19 have also a disturbed breathing pattern. Wow. And some of us still have disturbed breathing. Yes. So, yes. And you bring up a very good point that uh, a lot of people, I guess myself included, have been breathing wrongly perhaps all this time. And especially I, I'd like to think as a broadcaster, you tend to, to take a deep breath and you project and whatnot. And, and maybe from the chest is wrong and and that's why I also had double pneumonia. Who knows? I mean, the, like nobody had all the answers. But breathing from the stomach, from the abdomen, as you say, it has got to be a better thing to do. And why is that? Look at your baby. They're using the abdominal. When, when you are getting older, sitting all the time behind the computer, when you don't breath, or when you are gaming for hours and oh, weeks. Yeah. Yeah. People don't use their abdominal good in, in vision. So that's why you have to train the abdominal again. It's a training. And one thing is also the breathing frequency is too high most of the time. And also the acidity of the blood is changing. So your body thinks, breathe in, inhale, inhale, inhale. When you are sitting on a chair, that's not necessary. So that is why you have to train your abdominal again. Wow. I, and, and I remember back one of the major episodes where later actually doctors told me they thought they had lost me, which was scary enough. But in the hospital, when they're, they're, they're running into the room with all kind of bells and codes and whatnot and gowning up and masking up and screaming from my doorway, calm down and breathe and somebody yes. else yelled, breathe from your stomach. And I'm going, well, that's easy to say. First, calm down and breathe when you have no breath. Of course, that was a different set of circumstances. But I'm wondering now if maybe I was breathing more properly, I wouldn't have had the problem or as big a problem, especially now that you mentioned it. I remember hearing one doctor or nurse or somebody, because it was becoming all a blur, and then I passed out, uh, that was saying, breathe from your stomach. Well, again, there was no breath there. So, I mean, I no. couldn't breathe, but that was a different situation. But it's it, the muscle. When you don't use that muscle good, you breathe from your chest. Wow. And it is not done 
in one exercise. People think training your abdominal again when you are in intensive care and you have used not your own breath, but you get breath, oxygen. It takes a half year till a year to get working good the abdominal again. Wow. <laughs> oh, gee. Yes. Well, that's funny because, well, not so funny. Because it's accurate, no doubt, because the last thing I remembered or the next thing I remembered was waking up in the hallway en route to intensive care uh, after that circumstance. And, and I'm sharing this with our audience. You know, it's very personal, obviously, because it is so serious and it is it's so serious. important. So is, is that why you decided to to create the breath balance? Was there somebody in your family that had an issue or how, you? Ah. I have 25 years ago experience of my own. I was lying with the therapist on the ground and he says, breathe through your belly. I thought, where is my belly? <laughs> I got palpitations. I got headache. I got dizziness. So then I started my own practice 15 years ago. And people ask, support me at home doing exercises. That's why I developed the breath balance, because it's a huge impact on mind and body for people. No doubt. Well, now let's talk about the product itself, uh, because and again, we're, if you're listening on the radio, don't be looking at your radio. But when you can, especially if you're driving, uh, visit us at intotomorrow.com and you'll see Sonia and the breath balance product. So let's talk about the product itself. How does it work? What does it actually do? How is it creating these breathing exercises with us? I show you the product in our case. It will send to you. Mm -hmm. Healthier by improving or restoring your breathing pattern. Okay. Good good breathing is a foundation of a healthy life. It would seem. Yes. (laughs) So what we are doing is the build-up program. It supports you by visuals. It supports you by voice and also content. We're showing you your symptoms. Why do you have a headache? Because the doctor said there is no problem with your mind. Mm. Why do you have dizziness? No problem. Why do you have palpitations? So that's why the impact is so huge from the complaints. Because when you always feel the the palpitations, you become scary. Get tension. Yes. That's the program every week when you're doing exercises, two times a day, in the morning and in the evening, you see how your symptoms list is doing. Symptom disappears, complaints, restoring your breathing pattern. And also we need a sensor to to measure your breathing frequency. When it is 20 times a minute, you are running when you are sitting on a chair. That's why a lot of people have sleeping problems. At night, the breathing frequency is also 20 times a minute. It doesn't stop. Wow. Yeah. And is that part of the issue with uh, sleep apnea as well? Does that enter into Apnea is a different thing, but people don't sleep at the night Mm. because their their body is too busy. It's working. When you are breathing 20 times a minute, you are are cycling like a top sport. Oh, gee. And we should be mellow and relaxed and sleeping yes. comfortably, not yes. working so hard, breathing improperly. No. And that's why we call breathe well, sleep well, be well. Ah, very good. So now there is a sensor you mentioned that attaches to us. Or Tell, tell us yeah. about that. How does that work? We use it once a week on our uh, belly. So then we can see how often you breathe. 
But people think when they are doing an exercise and they have 20 times a minute, and after the exercise, they think, okay, it must be between 6 and 12. But that's not doing because it's a training. You need more than weeks to get the abdominal working good again. So it's not only the abdominal muscles, I guess, that need to be trained or retrained, but it's yes. also in our mind so that we're doing it properly. And who would have thought, as you said earlier, that some of us do take our breathing for granted, that this is something we'd have to actually concentrate on. But you bring up some really good points. I mean, especially since my issue with the Rona and my son, who also had it, thank God, wasn't hospitalized. But Chris and I both find ourselves getting dizzy still yes. frequently. And I'm, and now you make me wonder, it could very well be, in addition to standing up too fast or something, or bending over and picking something up and going, whoa, that was I should have gone slower. It could also be breathing patterns that are making us almost hyperventilate. Is that a good way to perhaps yes, yes. make an analogy? Hyperventilation is too fast and too quick breathing. Uh-huh. But also, I can give you another uh, tip or suggestion. Please. When you are talking too fast without breathing, you can also complain. We're going to take a quick break. There's so much more to learn from Sonia Nahaus, the founder of Breath in Balance. And breath balance with a Z at the end.com for more information right after we do this as Into Tomorrow continues. Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call Thank you for tuning in to tomorrow. Welcome back. We're talking with the founder of Breath in Balance, Sonia Nahaus. Let's talk about the Breath Balance. Is it available currently? And if yes. so, how much in U.S. dollars? How does one get it? Yeah, you can uh, buy it on Amazon or in our web shop. And it's $199. Okay, so for $200, just under $200, we're going to learn to breathe better and once we learned this, is this something that we would then use the breath balance frequently anyway, just to kind of keep it up? Or yeah, if- you can you can you can doing exercise when you like because stress sitting behind a computer, what I mentioned, will mm-hmm. disturb your breathing pattern. This wow. is also good to keep it in shape. Mm-hmm. It's a muscle. Keep your abdominal in shape. Yes, that's what- the best you can do. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it would be extra helpful to get rid of the beer belly even, or what have you. I mean, That's true. Yeah, yeah that's air in the belly. Yes. When you inhale too much air. 
Ah, so if you're breathing properly from the belly, then you're exercising those muscles rather than making your chest work so much harder. Yes. And a lot of people have neck and shoulder comp uh, complaints. Boy, I do every day, usually by the end of the day. And I'm saying it's not the computer because I'm sitting up properly. I, I swear I'm working hard at that. But by the end of every day since the Rona, exactly, it's neck and shoulders. You use your neck and shoulders for taking a breath. Wow. Because it should become from your abdominal. Let your abdominal go. Let, not, <laughs> not, not this, not this, not this. No. 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 Don't shrug your shoulders. Okay. Again, come what? Come and uh, let me let our audience remind them to. You've got to come watch the video, and you'll see what Sonia's talking about. So I think I was trying to shrug my shoulders, and you said, "No, no, no, don't no, do that." No, no, don't use that shoulder. The whole time we've been talking, I've been trying to concentrate on breathing from my belly, but it's not so easy. No, no, no. It's not natural when you are breathing when you have a chest breathing now. Yeah, it's it's breathing really all the time. Our abdominal is a big muscle. Big muscle. Some of us bigger than others, yes. <laughs> yes, it's a big muscle, and you have to train it. Wow. Now, you say specifically for people that have are currently suffering from COVID-19, uh, I'm assuming for all the reasons we've talked about up to this point, and even my experience, um, but why more so for, for COVID sufferers than everybody who needs to learn to breathe better? It is for everybody, but we see that the COVID patient also gets scared to go to people to mm -hmm. get therapy or something like that. So they want to stay at home and the breath balance you can uh, use at home. Wow. It's, you, professionals can support you, healthcare professionals, but also you can do it at home. And so you make me wonder why my pulmonologists that I've been to, I mean, they, they were throwing so many things at me and so many doctors, obviously, in the, in the month in the hospital that it's like, do you, do you really know what's happening? And of course, in many cases, they didn't. And it's a lot of experimentation. But why no one other than that one doctor or nurse screaming at me from the doorway as they were gowning up, you know, breathe from the belly, you know, and it was like, OK, it, it didn't really make sense to me until now why they said that, but no one else has said that since. It seems to make so much more sense to me. And you talk about the palpitations. For two or three months after the hospital, up my upper chest, I was having those issues. And I was like, I had to constantly go, you know, to catch my breath because I felt that I wasn't breathing properly. Well, that was part of the problem. I was not breathing properly. And a lot of people get scared. Yeah. So the next time they take an ambulance, And they go to the hospital, but because they think they have a heart attack. Mm. Now, many, many people are going to the hospital. So this also prevents that, of course, because if we're it's, breathing it's, properly, we're not having those other issues or symptoms. I say it again. Our breathing is our foundation for our healthy life. That started in the Eastern countries, Asia, India. They're talking about meditation, about breathing. But we don't. In the Western world, we don't. Wow. Uh, yet another good point. Sonia, you're just a wealth of information. So, I mean, that's just, I, I'm, I'm wondering now, I'm, I'm hearing my audience in my head saying, is Sonia a doctor? What kind of experience do you have on this? Do you have pulmonary experience of some sort? But you created this great device from personal need, which is a good reason. But obviously, you've done a lot of research as well. I've done research, but also I uh, take my schools again. So I, my practices uh, have a certification, but now I'm an entrepreneur. 
because I wanted to make my dream come through mm -hmm. and let the people know about this product. Because what I say, it's important to breathe good, to have a good breathing pattern. And I remember one of the very first things you said at the beginning of our interview was, uh, look at the baby. And how does the baby yes. breathe? It's through the stomach. And then we, we learn wrongly as we get older that it's those chest breaths that we're taking, and that's improper. Look at the children behind the computer gaming. <gasps> yeah. They're holding their breath. They're and gasping. When they are, yes, and when you are holding your breath, your brains don't get oxygen. Because in a long time, it gives complaints. Also working at home, constantly sitting behind a computer, holding your breath, give complaints. And, you may be, and you're not even realizing that you're holding your breath. Maybe no, you're simply no. finishing an email or you're just, ah, okay, good, click send. But what have you been doing in creating that email or working on the computer? Because, yeah, you're right. If I'm not here in the studio, I'm sitting in front of the computer. And that's not a good thing, granted. But it's also necessary because of our jobs and to, to learn to breathe properly. Now, of, not to take anything away from the Breath Balance product, but can people learn to do this on their own? Uh, this, no doubt, the product will help us immensely. Yeah. But I, if, I know there are a lot of applications in the store for free, I know. Mm -hmm. And they're also good when you know what you're doing. Mm. But what you told me, Dave, you don't find your belly again when you are in the hospital. No. You don't know what the difference is between a chest and a belly breathing. So I think people need to be guided. And that is why we developed the breath balance. Because I used this uh, program for more than 15 years in our own practice. Oh, very nice. Yeah, people with OCD, people with burnout, with stress, anxiety, hyperventilation. So we tested for more than 15 years. And that is why now we find a solution. Support people at home. Because doing exercises at home is a little bit difficult for them. Sure. What is one? One. One. <laughs> But one. There's a difference. Inhale, exhale. How are you doing it? Wow. I never thought at, at my uh, age of 100 now, it seems like, uh, especially, have, I swear, it took 10 years off my life in the hospital. Uh, but I never thought that I'd have to relearn how to breathe properly. Yeah. But everything you're saying makes so much sense that But I can... Also, it's important, Dave, the excellency of your blood. Because when it is too basic, the center in your head says, breathe, Dave, breathe, breathe. Uh... But Dave is sitting on a chair. He is not sporting, cycling. <laughs> yeah. He's sitting. So that has to also be restored. Wow. Is this it is more, it's more than do an exercise. Gotcha. Is the breath balance something that a family can buy and share with members of the family? Yes, yes, yes. There's Good. one email address. You have a barker, so you can share it in your family. Okay, terrific. Yeah. So it's an investment that can help the whole family. And especially if you've got mom or dad or grandparents or anybody else that has some issues, or even I'm guessing now younger kids, as you keep mentioning about gaming, let's teach them properly for the rest of their life to breathe properly. That's my mission. That's my mission. Well, to let people aware of the influence of the breathing on our mind and body. Ah, love it. Well, Sonia... Credit to you because I not only are you a delight to talk with, but you have really opened my eyes, <laughs> and I'm sure okay. many of our audience as well with 
you know what? God, you're right. And especially now, I'm, my gosh, you talk about the neck and shoulder pain every day. And it's like, it makes so much sense. And if I can change that, you know, without physical therapy, because they did virtually nothing for me, unfortunately, after a couple of months, it was like, same problem. You know, well, nobody talked about my breathing. <laughs> so, I know, I know. So, so thank you, Sonia. You want to visit? That's why I'm so happy that you made it to the point in your in, uh, into tomorrow. <laughs> I'm very glad. I'm very happy to that. Uh, well, and it's our pleasure as well. Thank you. Breathbalance.com. Yeah. It ends with a Z. So breath, B-A-L-A-N-Z dot com for more. And of course, we're going to link all of our audience there when they visit us at intotomorrow.com. Sonia, thank you so much. And let's stay in touch because I'm sure you continue to tweak and work on things and probably improve the product as we go. Uh, We'll wait for even the next version and share that with our audience as well. Okay, thank you very much. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Sonia Nahaus is the founder of Breath in Balance, and you want to visit breathbalance, with a Z at the end, dot com. I'm Dave Graveline, bringing you further into tomorrow, and we're back with more right here on the Advanced Media Network as I breathe from my belly. You don't need to be tech-savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com to start your free trial. Happy Easter weekend from all of us at Into Tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Soft robots and powered prosthetics need artificial muscles to power their movement. Well, a new approach makes thin and flexible muscles possible. With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute, brought to you by Dexcom, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. Human muscles are flexible, stretchable, and can conform to different shapes. Most robots rely on rigid actuators, such as motors and pistons, that are neither flexible nor stretchable. Researchers at the University of Bristol have come up with a clever design that creates artificial muscles that could even be incorporated in smart garments. They rely on electrostatic forces to attract or repel two panels. This motion creates a small air pump that can be used to inflate or deflate soft components. The motion can be controlled in terms of both the speed and the force of the movement. And the muscles can even be used to control parcel movement precisely, such as moving an arm halfway. They run silently using electricity, making them suitable for robotics or powered prosthetics. They also could be used in smart garments to provide a power assist to the wearer's own muscles. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Thank you, Alfred. Always cool health tech info. The Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute is brought to you by Dexcom. The future of diabetes management is here. Visit Dexcom.com to learn more. That's D-E-X-C-O-M.com. David in Madison, Mississippi, listens on Super Talk Mississippi. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave and Chris. Love listening to y'all on Sunday afternoons when driving between Jackson, Mississippi and Starkville, Mississippi. My question is... Because I work in multiple locations across Mississippi, 
I want to be able to access all of my documents, pictures, and other information rather than keep it all on my hard drive at home. What would be the best website or cloud service to transfer all of my data and files so that I could access them regularly from wherever I am and for whatever tool or computer I'm using? Well, David, first of all, thank you for the kind words and, of course, for listening. Now, that'll depend on what documents you want to access, what they are, actually. For example, if you live in Google's ecosystem, then it's hard to beat Google Drive, since their documents don't count against your storage allowance. Google Drive also works across many kinds of devices, though it's fairly clunky on some mobile devices. Now, if you want to keep your own files, for example, some PDF manuals, Dropbox or Box are pretty effortless. They'll sync with a folder so you don't have to bother with uploads, but you know your documents are automatically synced. Google Drive, of course, does this too, but it leans heavily on Google's Office Suite. Yeah, Apple devices all read and sync to iCloud automatically, as if it was just another folder on your mobile phone or home devices. So that would be a good option if you stick with Apple's ecosystem. Now, the real answer is that you probably want to mix. Uh, For example, something like Dropbox for your files, but the mobile version of QuickBooks for invoicing. Uh, Since you normally always do the same things in the same apps, a mix like that usually feels pretty natural. Now, in the real world, you'd open a photo gallery and your pictures would be there, and you'd open, for example, Microsoft Office and your files would be there. They just happen to live in different clouds, but all of your devices can access them. Yeah, and of course, we've talked so much in the last few years about cloud computing and about cloud storage, uh, and it is very much, for the most part, safe and something that you can count on. So, David, I hope that helps you out. And, you know, I don't know of anybody that uses only one system for everything because it just doesn't work that way. There are all these different ecosystems, but you use a couple, like we recommended, you know, Google Drive and Dropbox and and even, what do they call it this week, Office 365 uh, from Microsoft. You know, and we do, we use a mix of all of those. Yeah, well, uh, OneDrive is Microsoft's online cloud storage, so Mm -hmm. I, I use a mixture of all. I use OneDrive, I use iCloud, I use Google Drive, and I use Dropbox, mainly for files that I have to share with other people, because it's easy for me to upload a file to Dropbox and then email a link. Ah, so gotcha. It hurts my brain. There's so yeah. many options anyway. When someone wants to get our free once-a-week tech newsletter, how do they do it? And more importantly, what's in it? I'm guessing some tech news. Yeah. Well, before we get into what's in it, you just oh. stop by intotomorrow.com and you'll see a big box that pops up. It's a red and white box that asks for your email address. Mm. You put your email address in and I'll, uh, you'll get an email saying, are you sure you want to get this thing? Of course you want to get it because why else would you put your email address in? <laughs> So you click that link and then you're of in course. the list. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a double opt-in thing is what you're trying to explain because yeah. we don't spam anyone. Right. So if someone else submits your email address and then you get such an email, if you say, I didn't ask for this, well, then just delete it. But hopefully you'll just say, sure, sounds good to me. Get it. Easy to unsubscribe, not that you want to. But we've got cool stuff in it like Beth's tech tip. Yeah, are you hungry or just need a little pick-me-up? You can grab your smartphone and you'll find pretty much everything you want is right at your fingertips. And in addition to some hmm thoughts to make you smile, some tech news, oh, who's on the show this week? We even mention the available prizes this current week so that you can participate and win and mention some of those. We tell you about other goodies as well. 
Like this week, we tell you about a Harvard study that finds that most workers would rather continue working from home. Not which, a not a, a no brainer thing, I, yeah, I think. Which I kind of say, duh. <laughs> exactly. Uh, are you working from home? Have you been? Do you like it? Do you want to keep working from home? Let us know. Mash that little Ask Dave Mike button at intotomorrow.com. It's on the right. Individuals focused on growth are really looking into the future with certain goals in mind. Then you have those that are focused more on preserving their wealth. In preserving assets, you're really focused on maintaining your purchasing power. You want your dollar tomorrow to be worth as much as it is today. Is now the time to be aggressive or to play it safe? We recommend a long-term balanced approach that allows for reasonable appreciation combined with some downside protection. There's a lot of emotion tied to money in the markets, and you've got to have a plan. you got to Keep long-term, execute, and stick to what is important. For more information, you can reach out to regions.com slash wealth management. We're happy to address these questions and, and a lot more in terms of financial planning. A very happy Easter weekend, and thank you for tuning in to tomorrow during our 26th year on the air, this for the weekend of Friday, April 2nd, 2021. We always like to give you the date, and it's always the Friday dates for the show. So if you hear something or part of something and you want to come back and, and get more information or hear the whole call and our answer, or just check the show notes at intotomorrow.com, you know where to go. In this case, the weekend of April 2nd for all those details. By the way, I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. It's not expensive to have your own podcast. Go to blubrry.com and find out how affordable starting your own podcast can be. Joe in Hazleton, Pennsylvania listens online. Hey, Joe. I'm a local musician, and I'd like to continue to play at home and record not necessarily for online, but just for myself. I'd like to know what a good recording microphone would be for acoustic guitar. And I would like to know about a good outboard interface for making recordings. I'm looking at the Scarlett from Focusrite. I think that might be a good one, but can you recommend a good microphone for maybe about $250 and a nice interface that I could use. Well, Joe, we'd be happy to help you out there. For example, a Shure SM57 may work well for you. It's very popular and inexpensive. It's a cardioid microphone. It's unidirectional and generally popular as an instrument microphone. An SM57 will cost you about $100. Now, the Rhoda NT5 may work for you as well. It's also unidirectional, meant for studio use, and will cost you about $220. The Scarlett, in particular, the Solo, would probably be a good choice if you want something that will allow you to record yourself and a guitar without breaking the bank. Uh, A Zoom UAC2 will raise the price a little bit at $250, but it's also a solid two-channel option. We've got experience with their products, and they seem very durable. Now, a two-channel Behringer Euphoria. UMC 202 HD may also work for you. It's an overall similar one and will cost you a little more than around $200. But you get the idea. Let us know what you end up with and share some of your music into tomorrow. Into tomorrow.